Welcome to Beyond the Minimum, where we'll be exploring the world of work. We'll be chatting about concepts, ideas, and phrases, explore practices, and delve into what good looks like. Work can be purposeful, value-led, and more meaningful to all who interact with the workplace. This podcast is brought to you by Tanya Hewitt, who lives in unceded Algonquin Anishabe territory, otherwise known as Ottawa, Ontario, Canada. Hi everyone, how are you doing? A while ago, I was listening to a podcast as I listen to many different podcasts and I can remember hearing a podcaster being rather contemplative regarding some feedback he was getting from his um, hosting site, I guess, and informing him that he doesn't have enough downloads, he doesn't have enough followers and that he has to do something about that. And I remember him saying on his podcast, well, whatever it was, 11 people downloaded that episode. That means that 11 people got to hear what I had to say. And I thought, that is a fantastic outlook. Instead of focusing on the raw numbers, maybe focus on the quality of the interaction of the people who did engage, because that might be a better metric by which to measure ourselves than the easy one of the number of downloads. I mean, you can download a podcast and not listen to it, for example. So that doesn't necessarily give you the same quality of information. So maybe we can start looking at what we're measuring, and see if it's actually serving our needs. Today's episode is expanding our vocabulary. Hello, everyone. Today's term I learned a number of years ago and is distance through differencing. I learned this term through Dr. Richard Cook, I believe I was at a conference where he was presenting uh, work that he had done at a silicone wafer plant. I have since looked up the paper and I will include that in the show notes for this episode, but I know that he was hired to go and look at this silicon wafer plant because there had been a fire. And in the paper, they described that a similar plant had encountered a similar fire, but it wasn't actually in used in their lessons learned or anything because they believed there was enough difference between their plant and the one that had the fire that, well, I mean, that's not gonna happen here. From my recollection, when Dr. Cook had described this, he went to the silicone plant and he talked to workers He talked to people who worked in the day shift, talked to them about their practices, fire protection included, and all the rest of the information he wanted to learn from how they did their work. And then he talked to people who worked the night shift, where he asked similar questions. And I remember him saying, it would not have been surprising to him if these two separate groups of people lived on opposite sides of the world. 
They were actually in the same plant, but they had put an incredible distance between them, believing that their practices were very superior to the ones who worked in the opposite shift. I remember him saying he heard stories like, well, I mean, those, that's the night crew. I mean, you know, we would never do that. Like that's the, the night crew was like that. And the night crew similarly saying, oh, well, those day guys, I mean, uh, yeah, okay. I'm sure they do that, but like, really? I mean, nobody, nobody does that. I mean, that's ridiculous. And these types of things. And it was remarkable to him and to his audience, of which I was a part at the time, that the same plant could have workers who obviously don't have relationships, uh, don't, don't actually see each other working for the same team kind of thing, be so far apart only because of the time that they were scheduled to work. I was at a conference recently where I had brought this up as a danger that we have to be cognizant of because I have seen it in my own life. People will distance themselves when they believe that there is a difference. So this happens with communities, um, the in-groups and out-groups. Um, it's very prolific. And I can remember Dr. David Proven, I was in his session, saying, yeah, so you have to be really mindful to not give too much detail, because the more detail you give on a scenario that you might be wanting to run people through, the more they will then discount their closeness to it because they will recognize, well, we don't, we don't have that kind of ladder. We don't have that kind of engine. We don't have those kind of tools. So if you can keep things generic enough so that people can't use that kind of excuse, then they might not be pulling the distance through differencing card, even though they wouldn't name it that way. They would just use the terminology, well, that can't happen here. We need to realize that once we get into this understanding that we might be engaging in this discounting because, well, they're, they're different from, from me because, you know, they, they come from a different place. They had a different upbringing. They, you know, are in a socioeconomic uh, class different than mine, whatever it is. The distance that we then introduce becomes significant. Distance through differencing. So I would challenge you, as you hear yourself say things similar to, well, um, well, that's not, that can't happen here, or they aren't like me because, and giving all these reasons, I would ask you to think about this term and wonder if actually you are engaging in this distance through differencing. I ran my webinar today and one share that was offered in the sharing session was that 
we are actually more similar as people than we are different. A former soldier had been in Afghanistan and he said, when you actually talk to the people, they have the same hopes and dreams as people here do. Although before he went and talked to them, he might well have been engaging in distance through differencing because it's, it's, it's easy. It's almost a default that we do. So I hope that you can take this term and realize that when we engage in this kind of practice, we're not getting to a better place. We're actually making things more isolated and not getting to where we could be in society. Distance through differencing. As I said, I'll put the paper in the show notes and thanks a lot for listening. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Minimum with Tanya Hewitt. We hope this episode aligned with you. Maybe it was diametrically opposed to you, but at any rate, we trust it made you think. The more we can think about our workplaces and start talking about them, the more we can collectively make a real difference. If you're living in Canada, please find out the Indigenous territory in which you reside and begin using it to introduce yourself. Please reach out to Tanya through her email tanya at beyondsafetycompliance.ca. Connect and chat with her on LinkedIn. Follow her company Beyond Safety Compliance. And remember to ask yourself the question, how does your work look? Because we can always go beyond the minimum.